You're listening to Strictly Anonymous on the Riotcast Network, riotcast.com. Welcome to the Strictly Anonymous Podcast. Conversations with online strangers. We place ads online. Craigslist is definitely the gift that keeps on giving. Real people respond. You go to Singapore or Thailand. You can't not do it. The temptation is just too much. Real problems. Does your friend know that you're banging her? No, he has no idea. And anything goes. Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here is your host, Kathy. Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. If you want to follow the Strictly Anonymous podcast on Instagram, follow me at Strict Anonymous on Twitter at Strict Anonymous. If you have YouTube, I love YouTube. I love the people who comment on YouTube. I love responding to comments on YouTube. I look at my YouTube like I think more than I look at anything else all day long because that's where I get the most action. It's very enjoyable for me. So if you want to comment on the episodes or talk to me, go to YouTube, uh, Strictly Anonymous podcast. If you want to see me, well, as much of me as you'll ever going to see uh, or that you're you're ever going to see, I think that's the I said it wrong the first time. Uh, go to my YouTube channel because there you will see a video of me. I was going to out myself on my Patreon page, but I decided against it. I'm just going to keep everything anonymous. I think it's like kind of interesting, more interesting that way. There's something about not knowing who I am, who the people are that I think works for the show and I'm going to keep it that way. But I decided I wanted to do a video explaining to people what they get on my Patreon page. So if you want to see that and see part of me, go to my YouTube uh, page and you'll see that video. I'm there in half of my glory. <laughs> uh, and it just, it explains what I have on my Patreon page. That's the other thing I want to tell you about. I have a Patreon page. I am getting more, I have to say, being quarantined in New York City for me as a New Yorker has been so great because I have been getting so much accomplished. Like normally as a New Yorker, you can never stay home. Like, I don't know, you have to be out and about 24 seven. It's like a sickness we all have, right? You feel like a loser if you stay home for like half a day, right? <laughs> so now that I kind of have to stay home and you're not supposed to be out, I have had, I've gotten more done even with just me and my son and no help from a nanny or nothing else going on. I have I have uh, got a lot accomplished. And one of it is I finally posted my Patreon page. I have so many episodes, I need another place to put them. So I created a Patreon page uh, and that's gonna be a place where I put up additional content. Um, so if you want additional episodes uh, every week, well, not every week, it's gonna be monthly, as well as Q and A's answered by me about the show, about me, as well as getting these episodes three days early. Most um, Every week I post my episodes on Sunday night. Uh, but the people who join my Patreon will get them on Friday. So if you want to get early access to my video, to my uh, <laughs> episodes, as well as extra content, as well as Q and A's, join my Patreon page, go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash strictly anonymous podcast. I'll be posting more of those videos of half of me there, as well as on YouTube as well. So if you go to YouTube, subscribe to me, because like I said, I love YouTube. Oh, and if you want to be on an episode that I only air to my Patreon members, which is not going to be a large audience, it's like only like 11 people right now. And you know, that's going to grow gradually. So if you wanted to do something where you want to talk to me, but you don't want it to go out to the public because you're afraid maybe somebody will hear or that kind of freaks you out for some reason, 
you can write in, say you want to be on the show, but have the episode aired on my Patreon because I'm going to be at, um, airing exclusive content there. Mostly it's going to be like part twos and interesting updates. Oh, I want to tell you who I have on there now. For the pantyhose people, if you want to hear John Smith, he was on recently. He's like a pantyhose fetish expert. <laughs> I have his part two where he talk a lot more about his fetish and how it, it uh, expresses itself in his life. We talk about that on Patreon as well as remember that guy whose wife screwed his cousin and then his aunts and then the aunts were fucking each other and then she wanted him to, to screw his her wa- mother and all that kind of stuff. Like everybody afterwards wrote in about how that guy was so full of shit and he saw the comments and he emailed me back like I'm totally telling the truth and I could give you more information to prove that. So I was like, okay, let's let's do it. So we taped another podcast and let me tell you, <laughs> Not only did he not really have any solid evidence of why he was telling the truth, he went into explanations of more stuff that has happened in his family. And the incest, it's like incest galore. It was hilarious. He like doubled down on his stories, okay? I was like, oh my God. But I have to, I do think he's lying, but I think he's a good liar. Uh, He tells the stories. I call him out on it a lot more in this episode because that's it was like out in the open that's what we were doing on the show and then he talks a lot about his a lot more in this episode about his cross-dressing because that's what he does and what he does with guys on the side when he's uh dressed up uh so if you want to hear his episode join that's extra content that i have right now on my patreon as well go to patreon.com slash strictly anonymous podcast what else? If you haven't subscribed to me on iTunes or wherever you listen to me on your podcast, subscribe. If you could write a review, write a review. I love that. And if you want to be on the show, this is a call and advice show where I talk to total strangers about all kinds of things. Most of the time I'm talking to people about their private naughty lives. But if you want to, if you have a problem and you want to advice from me, I love doing that and picking things apart. You could send me an email. Go to my website, actually, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com and click on be on the show. Uh, today I have on a guy named Jamie. Now Jamie called me. He was actually one of the, not one of the first ones. He was actually the first person I spoke to and taped while stuck in quarantine, like right when shit hit the fan. And I have to say it was very hard for me to get my stuff together, figure out how I was going to get everything accomplished. Uh, and start taping again. And he was the first person. And I remember like hanging up the phone and being like, oh my God, that was so great. It was such a pleasant, lovely conversation. And it was so great to get out of myself and talk to somebody about something that had nothing to do with this fucking bullshit that we're dealing with now, which is Corona, COVID, whatever you want to call it. Um, And Jamie wrote into the show, he's a bisexual guy who's always been with women bisexual on the down low for most of his life, but he's in his fifties and he met a girl and he decided to just put it out there with her. The way he put it out there with her is kind of interesting. Stay tuned for that. He talks about it, but uh, he put it out to her and not only was she okay with it, she was like down for it. Like her fantasy was like, Oh, I'm, I'm always into being with two guys. So, you know, they're like a match made in heaven and he's super lucky. And he talks all about how he met her, what they do together. They go to adult bookstores and get it on. Uh, she's into some pretty kinky things too. So he's definitely met his match. Um, and it's not like he just likes her sexually because of all that. I mean, he happens to have liked everything else about her, but this is, you know, this just is like the icing on the cake, right? That when you can meet somebody who will accept you for exactly who you are. And he's living that dream. So I think it's interesting to hear him talk. Um, He also talks about 
how he discovered he was bi. He definitely considers himself bisexual. We talk about that. We talk about how he feels about his sexuality. We talk about how when he realized he was the guys he's hooked up with, things that he's done, things that he's not done, and all that good stuff. So I taped him a long time ago, and I have to say, I think because I was finally talking to somebody, (laughs) I was talking a lot and cutting him off more than ever. And I apologize. When I listened back to it, I was like, if I could edit out all these interruptions, I would. (laughs) But I just didn't have the time for it. Uh, But I do cut him out a lot. I'm working... I'm working on that. I'm also working on saying like. Somebody commented on, I don't know if it was on YouTube or in a review that I say like, like, like all the time. And I have to say once I heard it, I was like, oh, it's so fucking annoying, right? So right there I go, right? So I'm trying to stop that. I'm trying to cut people off less. So bear with me. This one, you know, this is before that seed was planted and I was on it. So I was cutting him off, I think, more than ever. I mean, I'm always going to cut people off on some level. That's just the personality type that I am. But I'm trying to do it less. This guy, I did it more. Uh, and it is, it was annoying to me when I edited it, but I don't think it'll be annoying to you. I think it'll be like business as usual for people that, <laughs> that know me and know how I cut people off. But anyway, I'm going to be right. But so I apologize that I'm working on it is what I wanted to say. But anyway, I'm going to be right back on with Jamie. Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous. Uh, Hey, Jamie. Welcome to Strictly Anonymous Podcast. How are you today? I'm well, thanks. You do? I'm good. You're good? Healthy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I don't even want to get into that because I don't want to. I'm going to do a whole separate podcast about what's fucking going on out there. But let's just talk about you uh, today. Um, sure. And your story. I mean, you're a little similar to someone that I had on recently. Whereas, I mean, the 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 sort of tagline is like you're bi, right? Do you consider yourself bi? Uh, I'd have to say, yeah. Right. You're yeah. married? No. Just um, with a girl, right? That's why I didn't think. Yeah. How I was long? married for about 10 years. But the girl you're with now, right? How long you been with her? Um, Less than a year. Oh, but, oh, okay. For some reason, I thought you were with her for longer. But she knows, right? And she's yeah. down with it. Yeah, which is really odd because... um. My previous relationships, I never said anything, you know, I always kind of kept it to myself and did things that I probably shouldn't have. And I decided with this one that I was tired of doing that, living that kind of life. And I just decided I'm going to just tell her up front everything, expecting her to say, well, that's not really for me. And she surprised the shit out of me by saying, you know what? Hey. That's cool. We can we can have a threesome. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. Yeah, so like we, that's crazy, right? It, it is. And uh, she had her own kind of uh, secret fantasies that she told me about. She was 
had this uh, fantasy about being with two guys, not realizing that uh, oh, no one way. day, yeah, one day one of them would be her boyfriend. <laughs> so that's something we've talked about. And uh, yeah, she's really cool. Um, but let me ask you this. How long into your relationship did you tell her? It, it took about a month. Okay, that's pretty early on. Because listen, you're only dating her a year, right? So I figured it must, like, you know what? So, I mean, a month into a relationship, that's pretty new to just, like, sort of tell somebody that. But that's, that's, I think it's, like, better you weed out the, like, if you, you, because you were, like, I guess I'm assuming just ready to have, like, like, just ready to put it out there because you didn't want to waste your time, right? To have another sort of relationship where you have to not be yourself and all that kind of stuff. Exactly. I just didn't want to go um, live that way, you know, sneaking around. Mm-hmm. And and uh, so, yeah, things started off great with us. We really hit it off. And she was like, we were just felt it was like perfect. And so... I was kind of hoping that I could tell her from the vibe I was getting that she might be understanding, at least maybe be able to work with me a little bit. But um, after she just was totally cool with it, I just thought, all right, this is going to be really good. And uh, it's been great ever since. And um, so we're talking about. But what I want to know, though, the before, because we'll get into like, I want to end on like where you guys are at and what you guys are doing and all the stuff that like, you know, you guys have planned out for yourselves. But what I want to know really quick and get into sort of is like your past. Right. And because (laughs) is it correct? I don't know. I I don't I feel like I got the idea that from your email that maybe your ex-wife had caught you or found out about what was going on like what what happened there <laughs> well the, my last relationship w- went on for about five or six years and that was uh, your wife no okay um, my wife goes way back okay. to um, like 20 years ago mm-hmm. but um my last relationship, things is when it started. It started out good and normal and everything. And then I, I think just a lot of my own personal stuff started to come to the surface. And I started acting out. And um, Acting out, meaning like you were like going and hooking up with guys behind it, her back? Well, I was going to these places, you know, the, you know like the ABS. And, What's um, ABS? Um, a lot of people know it as adult bookstores oh, okay. and they have those <laughs> video booths and yeah. stuff and, um, With glory holes. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, while she was away at work and I was home, I'd, uh, go explore. <laughs> and, uh, one day I had, I had some stuff that she found. Um, they were like, uh, some girly clothes and so her first thought was that i was seeing somebody else Cheating, and I had right. to break. Mm-hmm. yeah so i was like all right i have to tell you something <laughs> um it's mine and uh so she seemed okay with it but it always became one of those things like i'm okay with it but i don't want to talk about it and uh so it was just kind of like that and swept under the rug right yeah, I mean, and from then on, and things were okay, but I was still living this double life, and uh, 
eventually it got to where uh i just i couldn't do it anymore and we wound up splitting up and uh i have to say i I just have to tell you really quick like i just tuned into like a some old season of 90 day fiance because i just like sort of hopped on board that train and it's like a really fucking good show and i the first episode was about like a guy and a girl and the girl comes to his house and she's like snooping through his stuff and she finds like a girl's panties in there right and she's like what the fuck and he's like oh they're yours or they're my ex-girlfriends but my mind now from doing my show i would think like a regular girl and be normally before my show and i would be like you're fucking cheating on me right but i was like when i was watching that i was like how do you know that those are probably his he's probably wearing them now that i do my show and i talk to so many guys i'm like you know how many girls have found shit like that in a guy's house right and there was a big blowout and like i think as a guy right i feel like it's kind of ballsy of you to have said oh yeah those were mine and i and i wear them because i wonder i think some guys might rather say oh yeah i fucked another girl than admit that they're wearing panties right like i mean in that moment where your girl's accusing you i wonder how many guys you know sort of would cop to it if it's their panties right or you know i don't know it's interesting that you were like Oh no! I got to tell you something. You know. Well, you know, I think it. In some cases, uh, I just kind of felt her out, and I knew how she was going to be, and I knew, like, if I admitted that there was another girl, she would not take that well. I just um, knew that this um, wouldn't be as painful for me to tell her. Yeah, I think guys so when I they get busted, it. I think guys who actually are cheating with other girls and do have. <laughs> It's like in the opposite situation. If there's like guys out there and you get busted and you have other girls' panties or bras at your house, like, and if your girl finds them, like, just tell her you were wearing them, right? Like, I mean, they could they could flip it, right? <laughs> well, yeah, but now you have to live with that decision. You know, the guy's going to have to cop to it and, and maybe he could use it. And then later down the road, he'd say something like, yeah, well, I'm over it now. I'm yeah, it. I'm yeah, yeah I just tried it. So, I don't know. Yeah, it would be a good, a good cover. But... Don't you think? Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool too. Send me an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com. Or go to my website, strictlyanonymouspodcast.com. Dot com and click on be on the show. If you have a short confession that you want to get off your back, call my confessions hotline 347-420-3579. That's 347-420-3579. You could call that number 24-7. I change all the voices on the confessions too. So you remain anonymous. The number, the website, and the email address will all be in the description. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. Now, did you? Um, so she just like swept it under the rug. So it didn't really break up your relationship with her, right? No, there were other things. I mean, we right. continued on, uh-huh. and uh, 
she was pretty understanding but it was but then there were times that she wasn't you know and of course all the questions about my sexuality of course and this and that and i was like you know i was probably always like this i'm sorry it just came to the surface when it did and it had always been there and um but besides life, copping tried... to the wanting to wear it did you cop to the fact that you were most likely by and into guys or was it just like oh i just like to put this kind of stuff on well as things progressed i i had told her other things that i was that i thought that i was by and uh-huh. um and she had found other things that i was uh using shall we say um like what you know, anal stuff. Oh. Um, <laughs> so, and, and, uh, That's the, a two one, plus two equals four. I mean, like, how, yeah. you know? <laughs> but, uh, and there was one time I had, I had to start out small in order for me to work up to what I wanted. And, uh, you mean like anal stuff? Like, yeah, okay, because right? I had, I got this really, it was kind of a big, one of those ones you, uh, it's rubber, it's suction cup, and it sticks to the wall. And yeah. I, I couldn't, I, I got that, but I couldn't do anything with it. So I had to start out smaller and I went bigger and bigger and until I actually did get that. And there was one time actually, and I mostly, I can't believe I'm telling you this stuff, but. Um, <laughs> Why? <laughs> just because I never really talked about this to anybody. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's but anyway, what this is so, for. I was in the shower, and that's where I usually was using that stuff. And my worst nightmare came true, where I forgot and it was in there and stuck to the wall, and <laughs> <laughs> and she found it. Oh my god! That was and a little then, And it was the big one. It was like the yeah. biggest one. Oh, oh my yeah! God. It, it looked like a, this big rubber dick sticking to the wall. <laughs> oh my god! Where were you when you heard her screaming? Like, were you like in the other I room? I was out of the house. I was gone, and I only found out about it uh, a few days later. But I was like, "Well, I I couldn't explain that away at all." So I just said, "Yeah, well, you know, I was cleaning." <laughs> Um, but so now you started out like really young and you have memories right of things that you did with guys i think you said like you remember once actually kissing a guy you remember like maybe having crushes on guys when you were younger i mean how I, far back does it go your memories oh god like and, and the sad thing is i was in catholic school at this time and i was young and uh, you know there was this you know experimental um, things that we did and you know hanging out with the boys i'm talking we were maybe uh seven eight years old i mean mm-hmm. really young and mm-hmm. i remember just it was about uh, you know we'd show each other our stuff and um i think it even went as far one time as we would just play with each other like from like high school in there it was i was pretty normal it didn't do anything it was mm-hmm. my young very young and then as i got into my adulthood right is when it changed but but when you were young did it register did it confuse you did you think about it or was it sort of you were so young that you didn't really put it together even for yourself i, I just didn't address it at all i didn't even know what it was and i mm-hmm. didn't even know sexuality or gay or bi or yeah. whatever but um but uh, I just remember um, 
I had friends in, in grade school who I knew were, I could tell that they were obviously gay, just, you know, the clothing and, and stuff like that. I mean, this was the seventies and I even got into it, not realizing, you know, with the velour tops and the nice trousers and everything and not even, you know, and, and then there'd be like Halloween's where I would dress up as a witch Mm-hmm. And not knowing about a gender or anything, and I dress, you know, like a, like a, like a witch, a female, right? But I was too young to know. Well, you know, boys aren't supposed to do that. But I was just so oblivious to it, and I just moved on and had a normal heterosexual life for the most part. Um, I and was you were married, super several... into girls, right? As oh, well, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. and as I got older into my probably my 20s is when it started to really come around. And the other thing about this is a lot of guys will say things like and I've heard this where they want to dismiss it and maybe get rid of all the things they have. But it's like a boomerang. You can't get rid of it because it always comes back. And Mm -hmm. that's what's happened to me. You know, I've always tried to dismiss it and say, no, no, I'm not going to do that. But or feel that way. But it always comes back. Mm -hmm. And so it started to come back to you like in your 20s is what the next time you sort of remember it. Yeah, I I had uh, my one of my um, first relationships when I was late teens, early 20s after that um ended i was in this middle period there before i met my next girlfriend where i had met this guy and he was you know and i never really could say that i was attracted to guys but this one particular kind of struck me and there was something about um i don't know he was very kind of feminine he had soft features and um, we started talking, but this was like the late 80s, and I think part of me wanted to pursue it, but I just was so terrified of the stigma attached to it that if, what if somebody finds out that I'm, you know, gay or, right. or interested in a guy like that? I just couldn't do it. So we talked for a while, hung out, and, uh, and then... But just moved on from there, and I I never forgot that. It always kind of stayed with me through the years. But uh, you didn't fool I around with him I, or anything. Well, yeah, kind of did. Oh, okay. Um, I went to his house one night, mm-hmm. and uh, we were watching uh, porn, and uh, all of a sudden, this was the first time I ever had uh, oral from a guy. Right. And uh, I just was like, my mind was blown, like, holy shit. But. um, And did you so, go down on him? No, no, okay. I, I think I think uh, partly wanted to, but I was just so like out of my head. I wasn't even thinking about it, but he took control of the whole thing. And, and uh, he did that. And we hung out a little bit later after that night and then we would talk on the phone in the days um, after and then it just kind of fizzled out like I think he wanted more with me and I just I don't know I just couldn't do it I just was too terrified of uh, like going all the way kind of but you know yeah if I if I had known if I my mindset was like it is now back then yeah Uh, I mean it could have been a lot different I just really didn't 
come to the understanding of it until way later on. And uh, uh, I would have definitely um, taken it further. Where did you meet that guy, though? Like, was this just was this a guy that like, did you go out sort of looking for a guy that was going to be someone you could hook up with? Or was this like a guy you met at work and then things sort of went down that path? This was odd. It was I actually I hate to say it, but I saw his number on a bathroom wall (laughs) in an ABS or whatever you called it. (laughs) No, no, no. It was just a regular. It was. it was just on a wall and there was a note attached to it and I can't remember. And oh I remember, God. I remember the first time I called him, he said hello and I hung up. Yeah. And I was just like, no, what the hell am I doing? Yeah. And, and like, like a, a minute later, the phone rang and he called back. He must've star 69 me or something. Mm-hmm. So I was just very, <clears throat> walking on eggshells with this and I just kind of talked to him and I was like, yeah, I called and I wasn't sure really what to say. And so it just kind of went from there. And, uh, Wow, I forgot. Uh, I mean, that was like so back in the day when there isn't like all that stuff that's all the stuff that's available now, right? So like if a guy wanted to hook up with other guys, right, he could just like write his number down someplace and someone comes across it. Like, I mean, how do you know that that's what that meant? Was there like a note know. like, here's my name and number, I'm down to fuck? Like, I mean, like, how is this? Uh, like- no, I think it, the, the note was some kind of reference to his... Uh, his dick. To his dick. Oh, okay. And then so you called. I was like, hmm, okay. Yeah. I was curious. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was really just, I think, curious and wanting to just know more. And uh, uh, so I thought this would be the first guy I ever meet that is gay. Yeah. That I can talk to. And uh, he was really sweet and everything. And uh, did it you just kind of went from. No, never did. Mm-hmm. But. I mean, he he was the kind of guy that, like like I said, if I my mindset was like it is now back then, I would have uh, I would have been more interested than I was that I showed because he was, and I was just like he wanted to do things, and I was like, no, I'm afraid, you know, what if people see us and things like that, and I just. Uh, I couldn't do it, and um, I wound up. I met a woman. And she was the one that eventually became my wife back then. Mm-hmm. But I, I would still periodically talk to him. And then so much time went by and I never heard from her or saw him again. And, but do you but, think uh, that you would have like ever given, say you were like single for a long period of time and you didn't meet any women and you met a guy and you really liked him sexually? Like, do you think that you could have a relationship with a guy as well? You know, I, that's the thing I, I've asked myself a lot. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think I've never given it a thought like it would be like, no way. But I think, honestly, I could. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd be I'm very particular. I, I just, you know, I think in general, I'm not very attracted to guys. But there are certain types that, you know, like any guy would say, oh, yeah, he's attractive and, and, and not mean it in like a gay way or anything. But totally. um yeah, there are certain guys like I like the, you know, the softer features, the clean shaven, smooth and and kind of uh, almost the femme kind of way about them. Um, 
So, and I, that makes sense because my first attraction, um, which I found really unusual when I first discovered this, was um, cross-dressers or trans um, girls. Oh, really? When did you realize that you were into that? Oh, I don't know. I just, I saw a picture one day of this woman and then she had a dick and I was like, oh, wow, that's something. And, oh, right. Uh, Best of both worlds for you. I mean, right? Yeah. And, and it, so it kind of grew from there. I mean, uh-huh. my first attraction was there. And then, I was, then it, as it got on more and more, I was like, well, you know, maybe a guy, maybe that kind of androgynous look is attractive too. But um, when did you get into the wearing panties and stuff? Because a lot of times uh, I hear it's like, you know, the guys that want to wear it, they want to be the really effeminate ones, right? But like, I mean, you seem pretty open to all different yeah. things, right? And that you were well, into all different things. Because so, when did you realize that you like to dress up yourself? Uh, well, like a lot of a lot of guys who will talk about dressing, it all starts around the same age, pre-teens mm-hmm. or even younger. You mm-hmm. know, they find, they go through their women, their mother's drawers. And, yeah and find panties and stockings and things like that and that's where it started for me and i i think i was maybe 10 or 11 preteen and i found the satin panties my mom had and so that became a thing and i was i would do it i'd go to that because they would always be there for some reason i don't know if she just never wore them or they or what but um, yeah, she probably so didn't I, like them. She probably never wore well, them. Well, uh, right? who knows? But uh, maybe. But uh, I did, and yeah. <laughs> uh, they were quite soft, and I just loved the feel. And and I think uh, most guys will say that that's how what they, um, you know, uh, identify with is just how it feels. Yeah. And so it started with the panties, and then. Then I would feel stockings. Ooh, these are really soft and silky. And so it went from there. And I think that's where I first got the the interest. And over the years, that just grew. And I never really went full on with it, like full dress. Um, it was just more of a fetish, if you will. Um, and uh, over the years, I would just do that on and off and those are the kind of things i was telling you about before about my previous relationship what she found and so she found everything i mean were you able to ever sort of live out those fantasies with her considering she knew about them like did you ever bring it them into even your guys play with each other like maybe you put that on or maybe she straps Mm. it on and fucks you in the ass because that's what you wanted i don't know well not not with her, no, because even though she was almost, it was a sigh of relief that there wasn't another woman, mm-hmm. um, she still was uneasy about it. Like like one day she would say uh, she's okay with it, and other times she just would fly off the handle about it. Right? So I just <laughs> wouldn't talk about it. But right. this my, my current girlfriend, she would... Um, the dress thing she has a little bit of a hard time with, but as far as my um, confusing sexuality, she's totally cool with. So, I mean, uh, it's not confusing to her. No. Is no. it confusing to you? Uh, sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes I, I have to wonder 
about it but like i said there's times when i've totally just wanted rid of it and uh i don't want to think about it i don't want to act on it and those feelings always come back you know they they uh you have this interest in like there were times i'd have clothes i just would get rid of and and, and maybe couple of weeks later a few weeks later i'd be interested in wanting to get more and and uh the feeling of wanting that male attention again would come back even after i would try to tell myself that i'm not going to do that and i don't want to act on it but it, yeah but you know what just, that's saying there's a saying what you resist persists right and it's very yeah it's very okay. true i forget who told me that and what i was trying to resist but it kept coming up and it's only when you accept it and then you would probably realize that it wouldn't maybe boomerang so much you know because when you're pushing it so like too much away it it winds up coming back full force right because you're just not allowing it so that what you resist persists things is, is very true see that's that's where i'm at now i've just fully accepted it and especially with this relationship i mean she's totally cool with it and i can talk about it i can even show her pictures i've sent her pictures of of guys i felt were attractive and and maybe even some um trans girls who looked really pretty and then looked down below and there's a huge boner (laughs) you know and Mm -hmm. she would just she kind of laugh and go you know but she was always she's Really cool, just rolling along with me on that. And what do you think is confusing to you about your sexuality? Is it that, like, you know, maybe you'd want to be romantic with a guy? Because it seems like you know what you like, right? And you know that you're sexually attracted to men. You know that you like to sometimes dress up. You know that you like trannies, right? Like, you know what, you know that you're a bot. I know you're a bottom because you, you know, all that shit that was in your <laughs> shower. Are you also like a top, like, are you a switch? You know, do you switch or are you typically like a bottom or? Uh, well, it's not like I've had a, a lot of experience, yeah. but I would, I'd say I'd be versatile, but a preference is bottom and um, mostly. Um, but uh, uh, I don't know. As far as my thoughts, it, it it is confusing because I just never imagined that I would actually be like this today. And uh, but. Um, I'm a, I'm in an occupation that's supposed to be very macho and, and guy and, um, but I just, I don't care about all that. I don't subscribe to trying to be something I'm not, or trying to fit in with, with other guys or this or that. I don't care about that. And, you know, I drink tea, I don't drink coffee and uh, I don't, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? I'm yeah. just very, just. Uh, I, I I just feel different sometimes, you know, and but I'm okay with it, really. I I I can honestly say I I like myself. I like who I am, and I accept it. Mm-hmm. And maybe I mean, is is it what you're confused about more so? Maybe not about who you are, but about whether you want other people to know about it, or whether you right? I mean, I don't know. Maybe That's not. what it seems like. Maybe you're more confused about or unsure uh, about. I, I, you know, I'm, I tread very close to the edge there with that. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, uh, like, I'll, be, I'll make these really obtuse kind of Facebook posts that would make people 
wonder, like, you know, um, but not out and outright admit, like, you know, come right out with it. It's I, I may kind of dance around the subject a little bit, subject matter. And uh, but as far as announcing it, uh, I, I just feel like that's kind of personal and. I have told some very, very close friends and um, maybe a couple of members of my family, but for the most part, I, I haven't uh, come I'm out I'm just wondering any. what part of you, why you still feel so sort of different, you know what I mean? So I was because, just wondering, is it because you don't want people to know? Is it that you don't totally accept it? I mean, listen, I want, you're on your way to figuring it all of it out. And, you know, because you're you have finally met somebody who knows everything. Right. And you're being completely yeah. who you are. Right. So yeah, I told her everything. I mean, and the great the beauty of it is I there's nothing left to hide from her. So I don't ever lie to her about anything. It's it's amazing. I never like when I hear myself, uh, I don't lie to her at all about anything. And it's great. Yeah. So um, there's no reason think, to persist. I wonder about yeah. why the, you know, the I, resisting, you know, you know, it's because I've always I've been married to a woman. Um, I've had countless relationships with women thereafter so this whole thing it's very confusing and i can see why a lot of guys who struggle with sexuality go through such a hard time especially these younger kids um but i i don't know i i think no matter what no matter how old i get uh it's always going to be uh, a little confusing because just just to have the thoughts, you know, and um, but I think what I you're think not I... just one you're not just one type, you know. I'm not just a straight heterosexual guy. I'm 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 that, but I've got a little bit of a twist in me, and it's just mm-hmm. like weird. I um, but I like I said, I've just grown to accept it. This is just who I am, and. You know, so yeah, I, I would just, think I don't know. I feel like there's something in your sort of not being able to still come to like sort of full clarity about it. Maybe is because there's a little part of it that you haven't sort of really come to terms with. And I think maybe that could be, I don't know, you correct me, <laughs> is that maybe you. Are not just by that you would maybe eventually at some point or would be okay with you know being with a man as well, like romantically or like a, having well, a relationship. What that what what that would be like, you know, that whole world. Yeah, well, I don't know. At, at this point, it probably won't happen with the relationship I'm in, but she's open to the idea of having another guy. Where yeah. And even she's totally cool with me being fully with him, but while we're together, of course. Um, mm-hmm. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I have no interest in really going behind her back or doing anything that she doesn't know about with with someone else, whether it be a guy or a woman, right? Um, because I have that luxury of having her there and know about it. So, right, it would, you know, it's I have everything and even some of my friends have even said you hit 
the jackpot. You know, I've got both if I want it. Mm-hmm. So knowing that it kind of slowed me down a little bit and wanting to really pursue it. I still have the interest there. It's in my head. And, but, but you can pursue that, it now though, right? Yeah. But it was, she would have to be included in it and somehow where, uh, I wouldn't do it without her. Uh-huh. Um, I know that there's a lot of couples who, um, go out and have sex and their partner isn't right there. Um, that's something that we we couldn't do. And, Not uh, now. Listen, you're a very new couple. You've only been yeah. together for a year. You know, yeah. you're still sort of learning about each other, right? I mean, it's a year. Yeah. That's a very new relationship. You know, yeah. five years from now, seven years from now, if you're still together, you know, I, you yeah. might get to that point where you could do things like that, right? But I think right now I get why she would still want to be right there with you, you know? Yeah, and and the thing is, too, is like she she's had, like I said, she's had this fantasy about another guy. And so when I told her about my thing, she was totally cool with it. And and. And again, I'm another one of those guys that would just has this thing about watching some other guy with her. I don't know. It's just crazy, but I would totally get off on that. Um, but it just it wouldn't work the other way around. She just could not. And she's even admitted she can't handle the idea of me being with another woman. But you probably would, right don't there. even care about that. Right. I, and that's the thing. And I told her, I said, you know, yeah. what? I don't even care. I said, I have you. Mm-hmm. You're you're perfect. You're the fantasy, I, you know, and so I don't have that interest. And so. Right. She I, meets all your needs for the woman absolutely. aspect in you. But for the guy, you like a baby, you know, it's it's like a different thing. But the fact that she's a lot would allow you to have all that variety over there. Right? I know. It's just like, holy shit. It's like, I can't believe it. But, you know, this we're I'm in my early 50s. We're you and I aren't too far apart. In age, yeah, right. I don't mm-hmm. think. Um, and she's like in her mid 50s. So, I mean, this is something that's going to go on and will mature and, and settle down after a bit, I'm sure. But just to be able to capitalize on some of these fantasies is, is definitely something uh, I'd love to see come to fruition. Well, what know? are you guys uh, talking about now? Like, have you had a guy yet? For, let me ask you a quick question, though, because I, I don't think I've ever. I've asked this yet. Have you had sex with a guy? Like, have you been penetrated by a guy in your <laughs> life ever? A real uh, man? Like besides these dildos was, that you've used? There was, there was one time mm-hmm. there was once at one of those, um, at the ABS I was telling you about. And, and in the beginning, when I'd go there, I would just go, I'd watch the video and I would just kind of peek through the hole and watch other guys not really doing anything, but I would just watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, there was this one time then I think it was the first time I'd ever done that. Uh, a guy stuck his dick through the hole and I just stared at it like, OK. <laughs> um, <laughs> Did it go any so, farther or you just well, looked? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I was like, OK. So my first thought was, okay, touch it, you yeah. know? And so I had to, and so I did, and I started playing with it a little bit, and uh, I was like, all right, you know, maybe I should try this. And it was my first time I ever did oral on a guy, and I got real close to it, and it's like, okay. So I did it a little bit just to try it, to say I did it, and um, I didn't finish 
or anything. So, and that was the end of it. But that got the interest really there. So I would continually go back at different times and became more and more habitual in that way. And there was this one time I was doing that and the guy came over to my side. He just came in. I was like, holy shit, what, you know, all right. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think I was just so turned on by it all. Um, I let him fuck me mm-hmm. right there. And uh, I, I don't know. It, it was uh, it was interesting. Um, but nothing ever again happened. After, he was the only one that ever did that. But I, I just thought, okay, this is this was cool. Did you like um, it? I I think I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that was it, and and then uh, I, I can I just used uh, my own stuff. I used the, you know, I try the butt plug or or those other, um, the suction dick I told you about, mm-hmm. and. Um, but that thought of when he did that was there as I was doing it, like, yeah, this, maybe I could get into this. And, uh, but, uh, it never turned into something where I became, uh, fully obsessed with it and doing it all the time. Uh, Uh, right. You only did it once really, right? That was the only guy, right? That that one time, I guess I just wanted to, to know what it felt like. Mm -hmm. And, um, um, it was cool. Uh, it was, I liked it. Um, and my girlfriend now talks about wanting to peg me. I guess that's the term. Yeah. And, uh, so yeah, I, I'd probably be into that. Um, so you haven't done I, it yet with her? No, she talks about it and she's got these other ideas and, and we've been trying to arrange to have another guy, but you would think it would be the easiest thing in the world to do to, but there's so much involved logistics as far as scheduling and, and mm-hmm. uh, when people are available and that sort of thing. And it's just been an ongoing search and it just has not yet really come to be. Um, but the one thing we did do together, which was kind of cool, we, I took her to one of those ABS places. I said, let's go. And because we both had this, we had this idea about wanting to be watched. Mm -hmm. That's where it started. We, you know, the idea of being watched. So we go to this place and it was a bigger one where we could both be in. And there were the windows next to the booth. So we actually went full on right there and had guys come to the booth over and watch through the window. Oh, and, so you're, uh, so set it up for me because I've never been in one of these places. So you're oh, like in well, a room and there's windows and you can see the people <laughs> looking in or you can't see them. Is it like a two way mirror? Yeah, it's like, it's like they're almost, it's not like a old phone booth used to be. They're bigger. Yeah. And, and in the adjacent booths next to them, there's like a big, huge cutout window and you can see what the other guy is doing next to you. And so we went into this bigger room where we both could be. And uh, she would start going down on me. And and uh, we left the window open so that guys could come in and start watching. And um, we actually 
I think she rode me right there on the in the chair while and while they were watching and that was kind of hot being mm-hmm. watched I'd never done that before um and I'm assuming and then, she was into it as well right oh, she absolutely. had that right mm-hmm. yeah she had that uh, whole exhibitionist in her <laughs> absolutely and so then it became okay now um now we have to find a suitable guy that will want to join us and um so that's where we kind of are now but why haven't you let her peg you i'm surprised it's not that i haven't let her it's just uh we uh i don't know (laughs) um she's done other stuff to me um without which i like um, like used your toys on you, like just yeah, instead of just yeah. right strapping it on. It's different. Yeah, stuff like that, and fingers, and she'd mm-hmm. even um, use her tongue on me, which I love that. Right. Um, and uh, but it hasn't come to that full where she takes charge that kind of thing yet. But Do you think maybe that's something, not something you're into? Um. No, I, I I would. It would be a new experience to to have a woman like fuck me like that. Would be. Uh, I would wild. think, especially because would, you're into the tranny. Like you've always liked chicks with dicks, yeah, right? This would yeah, be like yeah. your time to sort of live that out. Absolutely. Um, so it would kind of feel like that a bit. Uh, it's something we definitely will do. Mm-hmm. Um, just hasn't gotten to that point yet, I guess, but. You know, when you get older, it's like, I feel like if I was like 25 and I was talking to you, I'd be like, it's been nine months. Like, it's been a long time since you told her, like, why haven't you? But, you know, you get older and, you know, life just goes by so fast and you could get caught up in so many other things that you just don't get to things as quickly sometimes. You know what, Kathy, the thing is, is like with her, Mm -hmm. uh, I was pretty tame in my previous relationships. We'd have sex maybe once or twice a week. Right. And I'm in my early 50s and she has taken she's gotten this hold of me, this that has charged me up to where I'm like an animal with her. And it's so amazing. I just never thought at at my age that I would have this energy and the stamina. And oh, my God, it's like incredible. And uh, and so sometimes I struggle to keep up with her and she's older than me. And it's just. But it's amazing. I just, it's like the best sex I've ever had. Um, Yeah, that's lucky. And uh, And I'm surprised at her age, because normally women are like going through menopause or been through it already, you know, or around that time where they're like completely losing their sex drive, right? And instead, you guys are like, it just, it's like you're like, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it's just amazing. And she, like, we, we would do it every day if, if uh, our schedules matched mm-hmm. um but uh the times we do it's it's like sometimes two three times in the day um morning and night and and uh it's like oh my god but it's so awesome she's just incredible and uh just to have this other uh um scenario brought in when we do, whenever that might be, uh, we'll just, uh, it, it's like, uh, a fantasy come true. I mean, do you guys live together? Uh, we do. Yeah. Right. And when, how long into your relationship did you guys move in together? 
Uh, it wasn't. It didn't take long. Right. I maybe uh, a month, maybe six weeks, something like that. Um, but uh, I'm away from home during the week um, for my job, so mm-hmm. um, I'm basically only home weekends. So, oh, no wonder why you're fucking every day, like 10 times a day. I think other yeah. guys will probably listen to you. Like, how are you fucking seven days a week, two times a day? But it's really yeah. like two. It's like really two days out it, of the week. It, it's yeah. But it's like Friday night, Saturday morning, Saturday night. Right. Sunday morning. Uh, I mean, it's like, um, but it's it's great. Where'd you um, meet her? How'd you meet her? Uh, on a dating site. Mm-hmm. It was one of those. uh I was a little reluctant to do it. Um, I didn't really want to meet somebody like that. And, That's how everyone does it nowadays. But, That's the way. But see, the thing is with her, it's like I went on just wanting to have someone to cash, be casual with, not in a serious relationship. And that was my mindset. I even wrote that in my profile that I was oh, just interesting. Mm-hmm. I just wanted a... You know, because I was coming off of this other relationship that wasn't, it just was getting messy at the end. And I felt like I either just needed to be alone or maybe just to have a companion, someone I could casually talk to and, and not get serious with. And so we started chatting and it became phone calls and then it became every day. And, uh, and then we finally met after about a week or two. We met in person and it just bam, like took off from there. And I was like, oh, well, so much for, for that idea. Of casual. <laughs> you know? But you know what? The, but then I, I just felt like, okay, this, you know, it, maybe it seems a little soon, but it felt good. It felt felt okay where um, I didn't feel any kind of pressure of of her wanting to change me or um, really get, heavily serious and uh and it grew on its own and uh and now it just it felt right like the pace was was good like especially because like i said my job i'm i'm there and then i'm gone and so it it had a nice uh pace to it and what's her history like was she always like sort of very straight laced when it came to sex and with you, she's like letting her freak flag fly or was she always sort of open, very open minded or are you the first guy that she's told that she wants to fuck two guys? Like what's her deal? She, well, I'm the first guy that she could actually be herself with too, because there were the, the, her previous relationships were so controlling by the guys. She, she couldn't, you know, she always got questioned if she looked at a guy or talked to a guy that she, you know, maybe wasn't supposed to in their eyes. And, and, uh, so she felt like she could totally be herself with me. And, and she was in a few long-term relationships that never grew into anything more than just a relationship. Uh Um, but, uh, uh, it's from what she's told me and I believe her she's never really in love with any of these guys um she just it just became a you know a, a um a situation you just 
go with you know you're right. on kind of on autopilot you you don't really think much about it and and then um when things come to a head i guess you get enough nerve to say you know what i've had enough and that's it and um and then she found me and uh i became like this really huge important person in her life and uh, has she ever been married like, never got married she came close never kid no kids um she has she does have two kids mm -hmm. from uh, an early relationship but and they never they don't live with you they're all out of the house they're they're grown and i have a i have a daughter as well she's grown and out of the house as well so now, does um, she ever question your sexuality? Like, as far as like, oh, do you think like you're gay? Would you want to be with a guy? You know, like your other women, like your other wife did when she knew what you were into, you know, or what your last relationship did. I mean, does she ever, has oh, she ever questioned oh, yeah. you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, and my last girlfriend was not very kind and you know she wasn't very understanding and no but this one uh, does this one question you that's what oh, i mean no. right. well, as far as like what does it mean that you want to be with guys are you gay are you you know does she have it is it does she ever question that herself oh no because i i told her like i said i told her flat out i told her everything i told her the truth like after a month we were seeing each other and I sent it to her in this long text. In a text? And How were I you know, like talking? No, it's interesting, I, but like, no, what were you talking thought, about? Well, I, I just, it just came out of nowhere. I just decided, you know what? I'm just going to spell it all out. And I knew we'd follow up with a phone call and we did. Um, but, but she, she, I told her specifics, you know, I said, I, I really think I'm by. I, I don't remember exactly what I said. It was a long text, but um, she was totally fine with it. She didn't question me. I, th I think it felt like there were times like I could get this sense, like maybe she was trying to steer me away from that a bit. And I said, you know, I told you. And, and so she is okay with it. But sometimes, every now and then I feel like maybe she's... Like she wishes that she could have more control over that. And she's, she wants to be more to me than, than I would ever desire from somebody else, like another guy or something. Right. She wants to know that she's giving you everything you need and that she, there's nothing else. And, right. Yeah. And I told her, I said, you know, you are, you are the fantasy. You are it. You are right. She can't uh, you know, give you what the guy like. It's not like well, it's like she's not giving you something. It's it wouldn't it couldn't come from her, right? So, like I get why she feels that way, right? That she's not giving yeah. you everything, but it's also that she's giving you everything that you would ever want from a woman. You just unfortunately, I don't know if that's the right word, like also would like something from a guy every now and then. And it's just, she, it's apples and oranges. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's just, it's not going to happen with her. Well, no, but like I said, there's still always that opportunity that uh, we would engage with, with a guy. Um, we've talked about um, eventually one of these days when all this shit goes away about going to one of those, um, places yeah um, sex social clubs you know that has, oh, like a swingers club or something swingers, mm -hmm. yeah something like that we've talked about wanting to try that 
It's a little scary, though, but uh, I think we're interested. Um, oh, you exhibitionists, you'll love it. Oh, yeah, yeah, but it's, uh, it's still a little scary, you know, to actually engage in that sort of thing. And uh, But she is up for it, and um, so I can see it happening um, at some point. Mm-hmm. But but she she's she's all the woman that I could ever want, and uh, I'm I'm very happy and content with that. Um, and the guy thing will come when it does. Uh, so I'm not like obsessed and having to chase after it right now. So. And you wouldn't have to, re- and you don't have to lie about it. And I think that's no. what's the great thing. I mean, I just had a guy in recently who sort of had the same thing where he was able to sort of, you know, not sort of live out his fantasies. His wife pegs him all the time and they, you know, she knows that he's into guys and they could have their cuckolding fantasies. They talk about it, right? Like they have that kind of mm-hmm. dirty, dirty talk when they're with each other. And then he doesn't have to go out and fuck guys behind her back. He never has, you know, and I, but I have the opposite on all the time. Like there's so many guys out there that have are you know, have this as a secret. Right. And every yeah. now and then, even though and then there's some there's plenty of them that do it and they don't feel bad about it. It's like a secret life and it's very they have it very compartmentalized in their mind as something different. But like yeah. I've had guys on here that actually are like they feel really bad about it and they try and really push it off for as long as they can. But then eventually it's too much. They have to go there with a guy and then they feel terrible about it you know it's like a a cycle that they go through um Mm -hmm. and they don't feel right but they don't they can't you know they're they're living a lie like their girl doesn't know about it right so it's just so much better they try to rationalize with themselves Mm -hmm. i think and try to make it justifiable and and there's a lot of women who won't even entertain the conversation oh that's disgusting you know and stuff like that but the women who at least will entertain the idea in conversation you're you're like halfway there you know and um but uh, yeah i i, I mean look at your girl though your last one i mean i think that that's a common personality trait whereas like yeah. it's all right in front of her right but it still was never sort of fully realized or accepted right because i, I think duh. a lot of women feel threatened mm-hmm. by by the whole thing when when a guy has interest in something else other than them, which is understandable. And I, uh, uh, yeah, it's hard to struggle with that, um, identity and, and sexuality when, when you're not just one or the other, you know, and, but what about uh, what what do you think was going on in you that you felt like finally ready to really like cuz I think it's kind of ball, very ballsy actually to put it out in a text very early on in a relationship. I'm assuming you like had some kind of feeling that this girl was super cool and open-minded and she'd be accepting of it, but like did you feel like even before you met her that something was happening to you that you felt like you really wanted to be more honest in your life? Yeah, things were definitely coming to the surface strong mm-hmm. after the with my previous because I've been acting out 
for the first time uh, it was going behind her back and and doing this stuff and i knew it was accelerating and and the interest was there i was going i was even going to gay bars not so much for what people think it's more of a social thing i just find that uh, the people at, at places like that are more open and more friendly than your everyday kind of bar i just liked it was like a place to kind of feel like you fit in you know because maybe you felt if you felt a little off or weird about yourself these were like-minded people who were the same and it was nice to be a part of that setting you know and i was doing that oh yeah my and, old uh, co-host he owns a gay bar a very yeah, big popular one and there were so many guys that were like <laughs> You know, on their way home to meet their wives, they stopped in for a drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just used to stop just for a little bit, uh, you know, have a drink and just chat and nothing, nothing ever came of it like that. Uh, but every you now did, and then. I'm sorry, I'm just cutting you off, but no. like you did no, no. Sp- start off talking about like oh when i would go to a gay bar and i know what everyone's gonna think like what do you what is what would you think people would think like why did you sort of say that before you got into talking about you going to the game because i think that people like um most people who don't know think a gay bar is like sodom and gomorrah you know you go in there and everybody's naked and And fucking right right right, i get it Uh right yeah well, it's not like, yeah, I think like the people have never yeah. been in. Yeah. It, it's, yeah, it's just like, it's not like that. It's people think it's, it's nasty and, right. and, and it's not, it's a very social, you know, very friendly, open setting. And I really like that. And, um, so have you and your girl of, ever gone together? Yeah, we have. We we've actually um, gone to some drag shows, which are really cool. I mm-hmm. love doing that. That's fun. I just think um, if you guys went to a gay bar, you know, you might be able to find a guy that way. No. Yeah, or we've even talked about going to like uh, um, just a regular strip club too. <laughs> right. Which could be a possibility because she's herself is also open to the idea of actually maybe being with another woman, which is kind of like chick ching okay cool oh my god imagine where you guys are gonna be two oh years from god. now all the stuff I you're know. gonna do i can't believe you haven't done half the things it's already been like i said nine months but i guess like you yeah. know stuff. but like you said i you know you're it's such a new relationship and you're not around a lot right you're just around a couple yeah. days a week and you're just really yeah. enjoying each other right like stuff really with you guys in. is so hot and heavy still you there's we're, yeah right we're really getting into ourselves mm-hmm. and uh it's it's bad getting stronger and better and uh so we'll be easily very secure more so even now than now um to do all that other stuff yeah eventually when like maybe because i think what happens with relationships is over time right even relationships that started out really hot and heavy over time many many years down the line you know maybe it could get a little old and a little boring right you know and and then what happens you know and that's when people start cheating and doing all these sort of illicit things behind Mm -hmm. each other's back but if you're the kind of couple that could go at that point and say hey let's start living out our fantasies like with with each other right outside and be you know and make it 
you know, add to your sex life by doing those kinds of things. It's like amazing. And I've heard those stories plenty of times on my podcast. Whereas with that fantasy that you have, that one where you see her fuck another guy, like I have to tell you that a lot of couples say that when they started doing that, it just really rejuvenated their sex life they come home they fuck each other like you know sometimes they're doing it separately or together but like afterwards you know their sex with each other is 10,000 times better than it had been in a really long time you know so those kinds of you could always add those things in whenever you don't need it right now because you guys are so into each other I totally agree. The idea of like watching her with somebody else, I I just have the, I feel so secure with her and yeah, it's, I don't understand why or how it is, but yeah, I feel like a relationship could be really stronger after something like that, just because it's like we've said, we've, we talked about it in depth, you know, like, are we really going to be okay with this? Mm -hmm. And we, you know, what we have is like, real passion and and that is just sex you know it's just so it 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 doesn't it's not like it's it doesn't mean anything but i mean what what the two of us have is something that goes way deeper than her being with somebody else it's just it's just fun it's it's sex and that's it and it ends there and uh it, it, it does i believe really strengthen the bond that, if that you have a good has. bond, I think, yes, like, and if, that's what you have to really know. Yeah. secure. And, mm-hmm. and like, I've, I've heard like a couple of your, um, guests, uh, some guys have talked about jealousy and this and that, and you have to really be secure with yourself to, to do something like that. And, uh, yeah, and I think I, some guys wouldn't, I think some guys would be like just completely not into it. And some guys maybe would think that they're jealous, but because I've heard it all right. And I've I've been doing my podcast five years Uh now. Right. And so Uh there's like 300 episodes or whatever. And it's like, I've heard a lot of men and women who like, I mean, they like, if it was like 10 minutes before they saw that going down, they would have bet a million dollars that they would have been jealous but when it happened they were like holy fucking shit like this is a turn on you know you just don't know right but you have to be um like i think you need to be really secure in your relationship before you go and do those kinds of things because (laughs) god forbid things do come up and they can come up you know that just because you know you're super open-minded and accepting of all kinds of things there could be slight jealousy every now and then it that's that doesn't go away you are human beings you know so you have to be able to be really good at communicating really close with each other really trusting of each other to be able to talk through those things those times when it does happen or if it does come up you know because it it could even with couples that are very secure and all that stuff you know like you said even with your girl now sometimes you feel like she might want to she has a little bit of her that wishes she could give you everything, you know, and maybe she'll feel that way one time when you're with a guy and you're so fucking into his dick in your mouth, you know, you don't, you know, even for a second, but she could feel honest to tell you that and you could talk her through it and then it'll just pass, you know, whereas I feel like if couples are doing these kinds of things and they're not really talking or they're not really open with each other, if people keep that stuff inside, that's where like, you know, sort of passive aggressiveness and other stuff, mm-hmm. could, you know, and then people that causes all kinds of problems. But, 
you're obviously the type of couple that will weather through it. I mean, you haven't even done half the stuff yet because like you said, you're so busy getting doing stuff with each other. Eventually, by the time you do that, you'll be even a stronger couple. So you'll, I mean, I don't know when you're, yeah. you're going to go down that you have your first threesome, but you, I'd love to have you call back. I know that you did say in your email that she would be down to joining us, but she didn't join us this time. But I'd love to have her on separately if she'd ever want to come on. Yeah, she could she could give a different perspective and tell more of, of her side of, of her own background too. For sure. Um, this is a yeah, for sure. Guys yeah. always want to hear from a girl that wants mm-hmm. to fuck two guys. Like, who is that girl? You know what I mean? But, like, <laughs> what when you when you have when you're with someone and you feel like you're you you can totally say whatever you want and say what you feel, uh, that's that's it's the best. That feeling of 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 and and no stress and no no yelling at each other over stupid shit you know it's just it's it's incredible and it, it does get stronger more as time goes on and and uh just be able to talk about this kind of thing that not everybody is comfortable talking about it's um uh, it's a, like a once in a lifetime thing and uh yeah, you're super lucky. Yeah. And I mean, I th- yeah, I, I really am. I, I really do feel it. Yeah. And it's like you have the whole like you lived a whole half of your life as like one person. And now it's like you could like sort of fully be yourself right in the next yeah. half of your life. And how great is that? I feel like there's yeah. I've heard that a lot from like with people that live a double life. A lot of people around that age, your age, right? Our age start to feel like they really don't want to, like they really want to be who they are and they get the balls up to really put it out there. I've heard it before. I don't know what that is. They either will ramp it up or wind down, you know, and just accept, well, this is how it is. This is my life. And, or do something about it, you know, and, um, like I said, I took a risk by telling her all this stuff about me, thinking that she would say, well, thanks, but, uh, that's not my thing. And, but I knew I had to be honest with her because I just couldn't go into another relationship and continue on my behavior like it was. But that's intention right there. And that's how I believe that the fucking universe works. Before you even met her, you had already decided what you what you were what you wanted you know what I mean and what you 100% didn't want you were not going to have another relationship where someone didn't accept you so you drew to yourself somebody that would do you know what I mean because that's exactly where you were and I believe in that you know I kind of yeah I I think there was a part of me I guess I felt like she would accept it I wasn't so nervous about the idea that she wouldn't I guess there must have been a part of me that felt like she would be okay with it. Otherwise, maybe I wouldn't have said it. Yeah, but because Um, you had already made that decision with yourself is why you attracted somebody that was ready for that, too. And that's how I believe life works, you know. So I think, you know, and I say this all the time, like, you know, you see if somebody has that desire and they keep thinking about it and they're ready for that in their life, like whatever that is that you're ready for shows up. You know, you were ready to put it out there exactly who you were and so therefore you met a girl that was uh, like okay with it you know and that's the way it works and yeah. i say that because 
for other people, you know what I mean? If they're starting to feel those feelings of like, oh, I really want to let my freak flag fly or I want to be, you know, know that that it'll happen for you. Just like follow that feeling, you know what I mean? And it's like, and I think it's like your story is a really great story. And and and, and that's the thing. I there, there was a bigger part of me that wanted to like just say i had to tell somebody mm-hmm. i felt like i was like kind of trapped inside my own self by not being able to get it out and i think there was a part of me that not only wanting to be honest and upfront in this relationship but also i wanted to just i wanted to get it out too yeah so yeah that's great and so. you're now you're going to get out a lot more and have a lot more fun. And now you also got it out on my show and now everyone can listen to it. <laughs> I, I have to say this, this was an incredible, awesome experience. And thank you for. for no, and I me. have to say you're the first person I've taped since uh, this fucking change in our life has happened. I don't even want to yeah. like, you know, say the words coronavirus, but like it's so, it's been so nice to have a one hour of my time, not thinking about, about, you know yeah. what's going on you know and just talking about like the stuff that i normally talk about you know what i mean like regular absolutely life. we'll yeah. all we'll all get back to regular life soon i'm gonna do a coronavirus episode separate from this so i don't want to get into that but thank you so much for calling in and thank you for you know taking my mind off of things for an hour and absolutely. sharing your story absolutely it was a pleasure to right. talk to you thank awesome you. thanks so much for calling in okay bye bye-bye Do you have a story, lifestyle, or situation you can't talk about to anyone, to anyone? Or do you just want to let your freak flag fly and be on the show? Well, Strictly Anonymous wants to hear from you. Send us an email, strictlyanonymouspodcast at gmail.com with your story and your anonymous name. And remember, everything is Strictly Anonymous. Strictly Anonymous.